Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today for this edition of Columbia Chronicles. If you're interested in learning more about our community and how it works, you've come to the right place. It's your chance to better understand how the news may affect you and your life, and all it takes is about five minutes of your time. Today's topic revolves around gender issues and inclusion. On May 1st of 2019, thousands of people rallied on the steps of South Carolina's State House, begging state lawmakers to do more for education. Teachers, parents, and students expressed concerns about low teacher salaries, rising workloads, and too much testing, among other issues. In the sea of red, most were women and mostly white. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, only about 6% of teachers in America are male, and even fewer are African-American men. Today, reporter Leland Williams sits down with Derek Hearn, an elementary school teacher here in Columbia, who wants to add his voice to the mix and talk about how it feels to be part of the minority of the minority. How long have you been teaching? Fourth grade. This is my actual fourth year, so how's that going for you? Um, <laughs> I know, right? It's actually been a blessing. I have a fortunate circumstance, I like to say. I recognize how blessed I am to be at the school I'm at, Riverside mm-hmm. One. Um, AC Moore is a wonderful school. It's international based. It feels very neighborhood, family oriented still, even though it's public school. And so it's been great. Where did you find your passion for teaching? Where do you find that that came from? I never was one to say, oh, I want to be a teacher when I get older. You know, I, I did recognize in my teenage years that I wanted to work with children as far as guiding them in some kind of way, because I liked that at times just being on my own. You know how young boys are, you know, young black boys especially. I wanted to do that role. So at first I said school psychology, but that is not really how I wanted to to operate. I wanted to be a little more hands-on, and sometimes that can be a lot more about paperwork and diagnosis. And so it started when I was 15. Uh, So I'm telling my age, if I say that was 15 years ago, that I got my first job um, with the school district from Louisville, where I'm from, working at an after-school program that was also a summer camp. From there, it sparked my interest to say, like, hey, maybe you could just teach. Like, this could definitely be a stepping stone for you. Why do you think that there is a decline in black male teachers right now? On average, we both know, and we're just speaking about the 2 to 3% of African-American teachers as a part of all teachers in this nation, which is a very low number. However, I think overall... Teaching has become such a politically driven industry that, unfortunately, it takes away from the typical, you know, I want to be a teacher mindset. You know, I want to go in, I want to educate kids, I want to work with kids, I want to have fun with them, and I want us to just kind of grow and, you know, be at life. It's so much more than that, and you realize that. Sadly, after five years of teaching, most teachers exit the field, and that's why. It's so much more that's put on the teacher to keep up with outside of already playing lessons, tracking that data, and trying to move students. So it can be a lot. For me personally, the pay, of course, can be better when you think about what we do as teachers. And that's typically where teachers come from when they speak about income, is that the influence we have should be paid as something like an athlete. It's not sometimes the highest of salaries. Like I shouldn't have to consider getting a part-time job just to be able to live a little bit more free, you know, after paying for bills and being responsible. That, in a nutshell, I believe is making all teachers leave. When it comes to black males, I think it's just a predominantly female 
a, a Caucasian female industry, to be honest. Most males only really get, you know, if there are, there's a lot more teachers now, but of course they push us into be administrators or superintendents. So at the base of it, when you're just a teacher, you're surrounded, you're a little fish in a big pond, and it can be a lot. So what do you think needs to happen in order to get more, get a higher retention rate for teachers, like male educators, and specifically like male educators, but um, what do you think needs to happen in order for that retention rate to get higher? So yes, the question is twofold. It's, you know, what can we do to excite African-American males to become educators, and what can we do for teachers overall to get them to stay teaching? One thing I think is, of course, the income situation has to be discussed. It's like the huge elephant in the room whenever we talk about teachers. And what I said earlier couldn't be more true. It's not that we're just getting paid the bottom of the barrel, but at the same time, starting salary is low. Richland 1 is the highest paid district in Columbia, South Carolina. And when I started teaching, the starting salary was 34000 I had a relationship with Richland 1 since I started here in Columbia, Benedict College, since moving here in 2011. So that's what led me to go to that district. But, of course, the pay, being the highest one in the city, was a heavy influencer to that decision. And even though it was merely only a mere $1,000 that it was different, it makes a difference. So we have to do something to help our teachers to be able to balance home, to be sane enough to balance school. It's like a second home. It's like a second raising of children. And you can't do that frustrated. Any parent knows that. So that's a part of that role. But outside of income and that conversation, I think just eliminating a lot of the roles and responsibilities of teachers and allowing them just to go back to teach. Seriously. To learn more about teaching in South Carolina, visit the South Carolina Department of Education website. For Carolina Chronicles, I'm Leland Williams. Columbia Chronicles provides in-depth coverage of news and issues important to the greater Columbia community. It's produced through a partnership between the University of South Carolina's School of Journalism and Mass Communications and USC Student Media.